Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcasts.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette, your favorite 90s movie nostalgia podcast. I am Tom Hewinger, joined as always by the uh, gorilla to my uh, Ernie Hudson. There it is. <laughs> Trevor Williams. Hi, Tom. Happy to be here. I was really stretching for that one. Thank you for making a, a, a Congo reference. Sure. Uh, well, you know what? Let's just say it. Today, they know what we're doing. Today's movie? Congo. Congo. They know because they see on the title. Yeah. Yeah. We always like build up sure. to it, we're which is still like, fun. We're yeah. like, oh, what's it going to be? They know. Yeah, they know. Because they, they're like, oh, they're like, Congo. They like just start hitting the plus 10 seconds, plus 10 seconds. When do they start talking about the Let's movie? Let's get this shit over yeah, with. God, are they going to talk about what's going on in their lives? Who cares? Yeah, fuck that. Congo. We're getting right down to business today. <laughs> Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Congo. Not... Helen Not Hunt. Helen Hunt. That was my bad. We were walking. I was sure it was Helen Hunt. But this is a bummer. This is why we have a strict rule about not talking about the movie until we sit down in front. You should have just let me have that one. I should have just been like, That's, "Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Helen Hunt." Because, Trevor- but I remember more about this movie than you do. <laughs> I don't know. But you had the the cover there in front of you. Yeah, but but even still, I was like. It's got I knew Helen it was, Hunt. I knew it was not Helen Hunt. Laura Curly Linney. hair guy. Yeah, well, in my head, it's not David Hasselhoff. Like right. in my mind, it was like it's like a guy that's David Hasselhoff. So Helen Hunt, David Hasselhoff, Ernie Hudson, still Tim Curry, Tim Curry, the guy that's in Dante's Peak, the coffee, the cappuccino guy, Bruce Campbell is in this. Yeah, who's Bruce Campbell? Bruce Campbell is in the very first scene of this movie. Okay, uh, spoilers. So something happens to him. Michael Crichton. Okay, Michael Crichton. Dr. Michael Crichton. Yes, MD. Yeah, he was a medical doctor. And he probably had he probably didn't have to do that anymore cuz he became yeah. very successful. Super famous author, TV producer, yeah. movie producer. I Jurassic a, fucking Park, man. Jurassic fucking Park, man. Yeah. But also fucking Congo, man. Oh yeah, Congo. All right, this movie, I'm just going to get this off my chest now. Is not going to hold up. No. Well, I don't think it held up <laughs> it was when not it came good out. Then. Like, I don't think it was considered a good movie. I think it was they were trying to keep the the dangerous animals <laughs> trend going from Jurassic Park into Congo, mm-hmm. and it just didn't. Uh, didn't Michael work Crichton out. was hot. Yeah. Hey, he was like, yeah, he was the hot stock. But I loved this uh, movie when I was a kid, and. Because I read the book uh-huh. at a too young age. Yeah. I tried reading the book at a too young age and just didn't get past the first like That cover, though. You know, there's like the there's the gorilla on the cover. Uh-huh. It's like sort of half the head. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, this looks cool. And for some reason, I think in my fifth grade classroom, the teacher just had a library full of Michael Crichton books. So I'm like reading Congo and like Andromeda Strain and Eaters of the Dead, which became the 13th Warrior at uh-huh. a way too young age. Because, I don't know, I was in a reading group where they were like, just read books, kids. Yeah, and that's cool. It was, it was great. I loved reading books. I was a reluctant reader. I had uh, to go to special reading classes. Yeah, yeah that's a thing. Uh, and I, teach, I teach you guys now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was so much that I wasn't good at reading and more so that I just didn't want to read. Right. And so they're like, oh, let's put them in this class. All right. But see, now I'm, I'm that teacher, and I'm super enthusiastic about reading. So I'm like, That's guys, great. this is awesome. You get to read now. I still would rather just read a you know, graphic novel. I'd rather just read a good back of a DVD case. Yeah, or like <laughs> play a video game. Read so, I'd rather skip through the text on a video game. Yeah, you know, gosh, so much talking in Final Fantasy VII. Well, we've both been playing Octopath recently, and I, I will admit... Some of those backstories are getting a little yeah, exhausting. Yeah, there's a lot of... 
And not all the dialogue is golden. Um, <laughs> not all the voice acting is golden no, either. <laughs> but some of it is really good. Some of it's okay. Welcome to Octopath Traveler, the podcast. The review uh, of the podcast. The <laughs> um, anyway. Congo. Congo. <laughs> uh, Laura Linney. Laura Linney. There's uh, also, okay, so Laura Linney works for. It's a communications yeah. There's like company. satellites and it's GPS, satellite. and which it's super this is another. High tech. Yeah, this is another kind of job that from Michael Crichton and uh, yeah, it just made me like, oh shit, I have a cool high tech job when I'm older. Yeah, I can work with satellites and lasers. Yeah, oh lasers, definitely, which is kind of a big part of this movie. Yeah, no, because they use laser guns to like fight the 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 bad, mm-hmm. weird mutated apes. They're not mutated. They I know, were but especially th- bred. They're especially for bred, but being they, angry they, by the ancient right. people of the city of whatever. Zinge. Zinge. I think it's Zinge. And it's like King Solomon's treasure, which is weird because I'm sure he was not in Africa, but maybe. Right. I, yeah, there's. Why was he in the Congo? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, they're specially bred. Diamond mine guards. Gorilla things. They're, yeah, they're like. But, and they're gray. And yeah, they're and they're cool like. And scary. And they're scary looking. They but, fuck people up. Uh, I really. Think that they just look like they're gonna be bad suits. They're people, yeah. And so is Amy the gorilla. Yeah, yeah. Which she speaks sign language. Yeah, and she's got that weird glove that Amy, good yeah. gorilla. Yeah, Amy, bad gorilla, bad gorilla, bad gorilla. Amy. Yeah, um, yeah. She got that glove that talks, and I remember thinking, "That's so cool." Wow, the future is here. Yeah, and I don't know. We still don't use that in everyday life. Yeah, what the hell? We just talk to Siri. Yeah. I don't know. So yeah, the the so in ancient times, King Solomon's diamond mines in the lost was, city of Zin this great city, and then they bred these gorillas to be their protectors or something, and then the gorillas turned on the people then, of Zinj, yeah. and then it turned into a lost city, and the gorillas would attack anyone yeah. who tried to go to it. Totally. Like Bruce Campbell, who is Laura Linney's lost husband oh yes 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 i remember that now okay yes uh tim curry tim curry is a bad guy yeah in a way i mean he's seeking the treasure he's a greedy guy for himself he's the one who's like zinge it's zinge like he's he's the one and everyone's like what the fuck are you talking about we're looking for bruce campbell he has an interesting accent in this i think yeah is he supposed to be like south african or something? i want to say south african uh Uh, okay yeah, and I remember one specific scene with him and uh, an African dude, and African dude's like, stop eating my sesame cakes. Do you remember that? <laughs> it's, actually, it's hilarious. I was talking about Congo <laughs> yesterday, and uh, the bartender where I was overheard me, and he just said that line to me. That line? <laughs> yeah. I know, it's weird. Because Tim Curry's just like eating his spread, and he's like, he doesn't like Tim Curry at all. And he's like, stop eating them, and Tim Curry spits out. All this cake. And I remember as a kid being like, the fuck is a sesame cake? Yeah. But I'm what sure it's delicious. Cake? <laughs> uh, Ernie Hudson is the guide. He's cool in this. I love Ernie Hudson. I do too. I don't. What a calming presence. Yeah. Not enough Ernie Hudson in anything, especially Ghostbusters. I know. I don't know. I just think he's great. And he's, I think he's going to be the best person. Winston was my favorite Ghostbuster as a little kid too. Because like, he's kind of, he's your average Joe. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, I'm also not a scientist, but I could be a Ghostbuster. Sure. Yeah. And I'm talking more, I guess, like the cartoon Ghostbuster. Oh, okay. Because I don't yeah, I don't know why. Because he was Because cool. in the movie he just comes in like way comes too in. late. Yeah. So. He's in the second one though. Yes. Full yeah, full movie. Yeah, he's got some good stuff in there yeah. too. Um <laughs> Winston. Yeah, that part. Yeah, oh my gosh. Uh, anyway. Winston's in this. Ernie Hudson <laughs> is the guide yeah. and uh there are hippos. Oh dude, there's a there's scary that, hippo there's scene. There's that scary hippo scene, and it is a scary hippo yeah, you scene. You don't want to fuck with hippos. Fuck no. Actually, a good friend of mine uh, uh fucked with hippos? No, well, no, but <laughs> he uh is from uh Zambia. Mm-hmm. And he like, and he lives in America now, and has for the vast majority of his life. He came over here when he was a kid, but he like legitimately has a fear of hippos. And he told That's, me like, you know, they're like they will fuck you up. They're they very are the dangerous most animals. dangerous animal in Africa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, besides uh, man. 
Oh, Actually, maybe, I mean, they definitely kill people, so I guess maybe more than man. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, they're awesome. They yeah. can snap a crocodile in half with their teeth. Yeah. But they also just get to float around in the water all day, just like being buoyant just and being bouncing cool. around and being like, yeah. hey, no one's going to fuck with me. I'm a giant pachyderm <laughs> water mammal. So cool. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, a leech gets on oh, one no. of the protagonist's uh, appendages. His dick. Yeah, he right. Dick leeched. And he burns it off with a cigar. Uh, I do remember that. Yeah. I remember thinking uh, weird thoughts. Being like, what is that? Is that a thing that I might have to deal with when I'm a grown up? I'm never going <laughs> in waste deep water again. Yeah, ever. Nope. Uh, and then, you know, that just gets confirmed by other movies like Stand By Me, Leeches, and Life Aquatic, <laughs> Leeches. Watch out for no Leeches. One, no one else get hit? No one else get hit. <laughs> just me? <laughs> uh, yeah. So other than those encounters with the hippo. Hippos, Leeches. Leeches. <laughs> Really, leech. Leech. They set up. Do they set up like a crazy perimeter at one point? Because they have all this high tech stuff, right? And they have like a like a weird, uh, I don't know, alarm fence thing. Yeah, they set up. It's like, and it's like also lasers. There's more lasers. It's like, uh, but like, are there like turrets involved too, or am I thinking of a different movie? I think there are turrets. Okay, they set up like this whole sick. Like little laser fortress with like motion activated turrets. Yeah, and you're like nothing's you're getting thinking, past you. Well, they're totally safe f- forever now. Right, but then the the gorillas kind of they end up just fucking. They're smart. They're real smart. They're smarter yeah. than normal gorillas, and they just fuck up the turrets, and uh, the whole perimeter gets compromised. Yeah, because they're uh, yeah they hate people. Yeah. Is there a, a side plot with like trying to introduce Amy back into? I think that the wilderness. I think that they. I think that's one of the, maybe one of the reasons they're there. It's at but, least the reason why Curly David Hasselhoff is there. Yeah, and they end up do releasing Amy into a community of silverback gorillas. But she's brown. I remember that specifically. Is that she looks nothing like any of the other gorillas? Maybe that's because it's a person in a suit. Yeah, they're all definitely people in suits, though. Yeah, I don't know if there are any actual gorillas in this movie. I mean, maybe some some faraway footage. It's got to be hard to... I don't think gorillas care to be trained and tamed most of the time. Probably because they're too smart. They're really smart, <laughs> and they're really strong, and they're just like, no, how about not? Yeah. So people have to get in suits. Yeah, which, you know what? Great. Whatever. I mean... I don't know if it would be better or worse than CGI, honestly. True. At this time, probably worse. Probably a mixture of them. Like, I mean, did you have you seen any of the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, the recent ones. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, how were those? They were fine. Um, I like. It, I. It I, looks good. I always see the trailers. And I'm like, I kind of want to see that, but then I never do because I'm just like, ah, no. I think I just would rather spend two and a half hours doing something else i think i skipped the first one with james franco and i went right to the second i saw one. that one okay <laughs> was it good um it was fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> they weren't the, as far uh, as origin stories go i think it's cool that they brought that fan- franchise like all the way back to like the beginning of right. like uh, like here's how this could happen which is where i really want the jurassic world movies to go Back to the Cretaceous period? No. <laughs> or the Jurassic period? <laughs> no, I, just, I I mean, like, I wanted to go into uh, we live on a dinosaur planet, you know? Well, so that would be, yeah. So that would be going into the future, though. Well, well, but that's what I mean, though, is, like, they show, like, well, that's what I mean, though. Like, I feel like the original Jurassic Park, they've already done it with, like, here's the original Jurassic Park. Right. Here's the very beginning of how. So we want to see Planet of the Dinosaurs. Yeah, Planet of the Dinosaurs. Yeah. With really, oh, that's Super Mario Brothers. Oh, fuck. They did make that yeah, movie. That's and it was really good. Yeah. All right. That's what happens is when dinosaurs evolve, they look just like us because humans are the peak of evolution. Uh, yeah. Uh, Have you seen this? I'm looking at what you're looking at. Uh, so, <laughs> for those of you at home, I just held up my hand. Okay. He's got an opposable thumb. An opposable thumb and all these other little appendages that yeah, move. Digits. 
like I'm touching my thumb to the tips of all my fingers it's very right now. dexterous and it's as just a pianist yeah I'm, yeah I play piano <laughs> again another proof like okay can a dolphin play piano no so it's nice that you think that playing piano is the height of evolution well because it's something that we can do well I mean yeah I can also swim so I can both swim and play piano dolphin can only do one of those things I'll can, let you figure that out can swim better than us plus they have cool sonar stuff um okay so what sonar is making a noise and hear it bounce off something i can do that do it now no don't <laughs> too loud. we don't have a lot of echo uh-huh. i just heard yeah i just heard it coming from your hands i can figure out this well i guess i'm i'm wearing the headphones so okay. i hear it like <laughs> there's a little bit of a uh-huh. reverberation yeah all right anyway uh they find zinge Oh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they find Zinj. Uh, bad monkeys. Bad ape. Bad apes. Bad Sorry, gorillas. Apes, not bad monkeys. gorillas. Bad gorillas. Tim Curry gets it. Oh, he's definitely going to get it. I think Ernie Hudson lives. I hope so. Me too. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody else that was in their little expedition party, dead. Yeah, but the main characters are going to live. There's also some ulterior motive with Laura Linney's company, because I, I know she's like corresponding with her boss. Like, yeah. like she thinks she's just there to find her her uh, her husband, her bow, her bay. Yeah. And but they want the diamonds for satellites yeah. and lasers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, satellites and lasers. They need a big, huge diamond for this laser, and they find one. Yeah, and... Um, and it probably gets buried with Zinge. Because I'm sure the... Just like, you know, anytime. A lost city is discovered. Something happens, and it gets destroyed or buried underneath. Hominoptera. Yeah, right. Hominoptera. Fucking the Holy Grail movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Which was definitely in, just in Petra, right? Which is yeah. still around. But yeah. Like... That's where definitely where they shot it, yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> of it course, just like Petra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, all of those lost cities. Mm-hmm. Something happens. Yeah, there's going to be some sort of thing that's triggered. Oh no, it's a volcano. There's a volcano in this. Oh, shit. Which is yeah, perfect timing. Maybe that's why they decide to go on the expedition now because they're like, oh shit. Pierce Brosnan said that the volcano is waking up. Yeah, better get there before you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and the Lost City of Zinge was just like Dante's Peak. Yeah, it was the it was, second best uh, second Lost best. City to live in. <laughs> yeah, in the in the country. Of Congo. Yeah. The Republic, the Democratic Republic of Congo, yeah. or whatever it was at that time. So, have you ever been to Congo? I have not. Have you ever been to Africa? I have not. Neither have I. I'd love to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Um, lots of reasons. First of all, there's a lot of different places you can go because yeah. it's gigantic. It, yeah. Definitely. So, there's lots of different places in Africa. And it also, when you think about the different, like, you know, biomes mm-hmm. that they have there, you know, they have like fucking sand desert. Yeah. I'd love and, to like, see like a huge duny desert. Yeah, I'd love to see some cool Egyptian uh, pyramids and stuff, uh, but I don't know. I'd, I'd really love to go to like West Africa and like Mali or something and listen uh-huh. to some good music because there's some really there's really great music scene. Uh, check that out. Um, South Africa would be interesting. Sure, there's some weird history there. For a number number of reasons, but yeah. also a great music scene. Uh, Madagascar. Madagascar because there's like really cute talking lions and giraffes and, and lemurs and, and lemurs. Yeah. Actually, I would love to see some lemurs. They're really cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Do people live on Madagascar? I think so. Yeah. I mean, um, it's pretty close to Africa. No, nah, yeah. People, <laughs> people just. I know from plain risk. Okay. Yeah. It's, is that a good is that a good place to get in risk? Um, I mean, Africa. The Africa strategy isn't too bad because there aren't a ton of ways onto it. Right, you can only really but, get from Europe. Yeah, yeah, Europe. Well, there's also there's the from South America. Uh, you can there's you can get like you can get, you can get from Brazil to like West Africa. Oh yeah, yeah. That's <clears throat> in one move. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I learned a lot of. Geography from playing Risk, you know. Except Siam, not a country anymore. Siam is not. <laughs> no. Burma is not. I was always an Australia strategy kind of guy. That's a good one, I think, because you kind of just build. You got a little corner. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to stake out a claim and slowly build up. Yep. 
hang out in there. Yeah. And then I'm going to just take over the world. And that's yeah. exactly what the Australians are doing. Right, guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at them. Uh, other thoughts and oh, memories? Congo. Congo. Give me that DVD box. There's a cone head on this box. What? A cone head? <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, there is. They worship Dan Aykroyd yep. in the lost city of Zinge. Which makes me think we should probably do cone heads. Um, so I just, one of the first things that popped out was, uh, like in the description, you know, they, they mention the actors and then what they're known for. And okay. Ernie Hudson, it says, Ernie Hudson, Miss Congeniality 2. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. And it says, Tim Curry, Kinsey. What? Yeah. I don't like. Uh, That's fascinating because. We we know now that Ernie Hudson is still really best known for Ghostbusters, and yeah. Tim Curry is best known probably still for Rocky Horror or or Clue, Clue, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet fucking Treasure fucking Island. Long Which job. I, I wasn't a, actually a big fan of that one. I loved that one. Uh, Laura Linney, Love Actually, Mystic River, The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Okay. Okay. Oh, totally. It is uh, the lost city of Zinge. Zinge. All right. Uh, Congo, from the best-selling <laughs> novel by the <laughs> by the author of Jurassic Park. They don't even put Michael Crichton's name. They're just like... <laughs> no one knows who that is. Uh, Laura Linney, Dylan Walsh in Congo. <laughs> Breathtaking action. Amazing special effects. Joel Siegel. Good morning, America. Oh, All right. So I'm going to look at these special effects and... Uh, and I am going to look at them through a 90s lens. See if they're amazing. Trust you, me. And uh, I'm going to send uh, Mr. Siegel a message if what I were disagree. You thinking? Excuse me. I'd like to talk to you about your uh, review of Congo. <laughs> Congo? <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mr. Siegel. Uh, I'm looking at your 1996 uh, review of Congo, and I see here you said uh, the special effects were amazing, and the, the action was breathtaking. Uh, Is it Jimmy Stewart? Are you Jimmy Stewart? Yeah. Uh, now listen here, Mr. Yeah, Siegel. Joel. Joel. <laughs> she here. Um, you are the endangered species. Yeah, you are the endangered species is a tagline on it. Uh, from the best-selling author, Michael Crichton, Jurassic Park, there comes an adventure of pulse-pounding action and breathtaking views. When an explorer's quest for a diamond mine ends tragically in the Congo, his father and the Operation CEO sends Dr. Karen Ross, oh. Laura Linney, into the jungle to continue the hunt. Maybe for his son, but definitely for the diamonds. Oh. To keep her goal confidential, Dr. Ross tags along with a devoted animal researcher, Dylan Walsh, uh, who's in Nip Tuck, oh. <laughs> who is Africa-bound to return his gifted gorilla Amy to her natural habitat. Oh, she's gifted. They are joined by a mercenary, Ernie Hudson, oh. who acts as their guide and a money-hungry explorer, Tim Curry, searching for a fabled treasure in the mythical lost city of Zinge. Soon the expedition turns into a safari of suspense. <laughs> Alliteration. <laughs> Someone in the jungle is watching their every move, turning... The hunters into the hunted. In the heart of the Congo, fear has never been more primal. There's a lot going on in that. That's too long. Just thinking, yeah, it is. It's kind of, yeah. Uh, just thinking of uh, apes and primal. Did you ever play Primal Rage? Yes. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, that game was sick. What a cool arcade game. Yeah. And also, I think it was for yeah, N64 and yeah, it came Sega, on something. Maybe, but yeah. like, I remember at the, it was like always on like a g huge screen, like at the arcade. Yeah. And you were, it was just like apes and dinosaurs fighting each What's other. What's better than that? It was pretty You could sick. be a T Rex. You could be a giant King Kong type ape or uh, like a crazy there's like a snakehead kind of yeah. one and there's all these little people you know for scale yeah you know, there's like a lot oh, yeah, of little like humans these, that like, little natives that like with like that had spears and stuff too yeah and yeah you were basically like these gods to them yeah oh man that's cool and you fight yeah i was good at i want to play game. primal rage okay that's why we got to do the fucking video game videos god damn it we did mortal Kombat. so much stuff to do sort of yeah we know we got to do it again i got to figure out the audio Audio wasn't good. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll All right. Congo. Let's watch Congo. I'm excited. I'm Yeah, I'm... Uh, 
cautiously excited because <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to get bored in 40 minutes. And I don't know. I think it's going to take a while for some of the action to set in. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like uh, one of those I don't like, th- strong openers. Yeah. But it probably better than Dante's Peak, though. Like, Dante's Peak was like crazy, fucked up beginning, and then nothing happened for an hour and 10 minutes. This beginning's not going to be as good as Dante Peak. Though. I agree. Gonna be, no right. one's going to catch a lava rock to the head. It's just going to be Bruce Campbell, like, Whoa! oh no. And we're Where's gonna... my chainsaw arm? Where? Where Where's my fistful of boomstick? Also, I predict he's going to be wearing the same outfit that he wears in Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. I think that's just It's a perfect exploring, adventuring outfit. Right? Because your blue, I don't know, button button down shirt and khakis or something? That should be fine. Did you see Bruce Campbell's name on here? No, but I know it's him. Just as sure as I'm positive it's Helen Hunt in this movie. I I really hope it's (laughs) like... Somebody else. It's definitely him. <laughs> All right. All right, folks. Uh, we'd like to thank the Record Exchange in Frederick, Maryland for providing today's uh, digital video disc. If you would like your own digital video disc or perhaps a vinyl record or maybe even a video game or something like that, you can go there. <laughs> uh, it's in Frederick, right on Market Street. Uh, and yeah, support them. They're great. We'd also like to thank. Cafe Nola, also in downtown Frederick, right on the, the corner of Patrick and Market Street, here in lovely, historic downtown Frederick, Maryland. Uh, thanks for the coffee. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Shout out to Kelly and Andrew, just working their butts off on today's brunch shift. All right. Let's go be good apes. <laughs> good. Good gorilla. <laughs> Tom, good. Trevor, good gorilla. Tom, good human. Tom, good human. Good, good, good. Tom, good. Good, Trevor. Thanks. Good movie? It was better than I thought it would be. Okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'd agree with that assessment. I wasn't... I would say watch it. I would say watch it. There's parts that are funny for different reasons. Again, like, don't be like... It's not like, uh, hey, you want to watch a movie tonight? Yeah, sure. Let's uh, order takeout and watch a movie. No, no, no it's no. not Congo. It's like, um, hey, you want to watch Congo specifically right now? Yeah, and like, <laughs> are you in the mood for people and, and gorilla and, ta- and be okay with talking through it? And yeah, and yeah, having a beer. Right. Yeah. If you want to watch Congo, you should definitely watch. Yeah. Congo. If you're thinking, you know what, I haven't seen in a while. Congo. Maybe we should give it a shot. I think it's Go worth revisiting. It. Yeah, it's definitely. fun. There's enough like weird stuff in it it's like, funny it is uh the acting terrible not great except for ernie fucking hudson god he's he, cool he really kills it in this movie he's and way I, cooler I mean that. yeah then i thought like i thought he was like you know we, we were thinking he was like just their their guide but he's also like he's a mercenary he is a smooth operator he's a badass uh he says stuff like you know he you know we're all criminals he's like uh <laughs> the 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 scientist dude the gorilla scientist is yeah. like, you're a criminal. And he's like, I run a few guns, but you sons of bitches ruin, ruin the world. Kind yeah. of thing. You know, yeah. just like everything he says is so cool. Yeah, it's real charismatic. It uh, gets him out of a lot of scrapes. Fuck yeah. We had to start from the beginning. Though. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, Bruce Campbell. It was Bruce Campbell. It was definitely Bruce Campbell. Basically wearing the same outfit. Uh, like, yeah, uh, which, you know. That's just what he wears. Yeah. Um, and he was, I thought he was hilarious and great. Yeah, but no, I, I honestly, the, a lot of the hilarity came from, uh, they obviously recorded him, like, because like you see him interact with Laura Linney on a like a, on a through a monitor, like he's transmitting his right his image and audio. He's like the son of uh, the the CEO of this. I don't know, communications, yeah, communications conglomerate. conglomerate yeah. And yeah, who's a dick played by a, a John Voight type, but he's uh his name is Joe Don Baker. He was in Golden Eyes, like the CIA guy from Golden Eyes. Yeah. He's he, in a bunch of stuff. He's pretty good actually. 
He's yeah, fine. He, he was, was fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's a bit part. I mean, honestly, Laura Linney was fine too. She's a badass. Too. She was badass in this. I thought she was portrayed very badass yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that like so. I feel like a lot of Bruce Campbell's acting was I'm talking into a camera and I can't see anybody. And, <laughs> and then like, he screams a really ridiculous scream. Yes. Which is so funny. Because yeah. he gets killed by a evil, evil gray ape. Evil gorilla. A grape. A grape. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a little bit of the backstory is it was it was King Solomon's mines, which Diamond still mind, yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense to me because it's in Central Africa and King Solomon was a Jewish biblical king yeah but i mean it's supposed you know there's a lot of hieroglyphics involved instead of yeah that's the part that i thought was strange was like he so he outsourced this diamond mine and uh and yeah there and then yeah there's like hieroglyphics all throughout it i guess it was founded by egyptians I don't in, well in Africa. Well, well, Egyptians are in Africa. Yeah, it's like it's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, although I did like so this is turned out it was another volcano movie because it is vo- very volcanic. Yeah, and that's how diamonds are made, we, as we all know, with volcanoes. Yeah, super pressure. Coal. What are volcanoes? But diamond factories. Mm-hmm. It's basically like one of those Lego factories where you squeeze, you squeeze some Play-Doh. I just said Lego, but I meant Play-Doh. <laughs> I was like. I'm pretty sure you're thinking of Play-Doh. It was Play-Doh. Yeah, I re- yeah, squeeze it a Play-Doh playset with a. It's like it's like kind of like a, a uh, lever, almost like a pasta maker. Yeah, and the little pasta comes yeah. out, and you had different shapes. Mm, so cool. Yeah, it smells good. Pretty neat. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> so a they press. the the satellite company communications company needs a new cash machine, and, which I guess is this laser. Uh, yeah, lasers. Lasers. Right. I, you know how, like, uh, in the 1940s, uh, everyone was like, plastics. If I Listen to me. You mean in The Graduate? Well, I mean, that happened in The Graduate, but, like, you know. <laughs> plastics. You know, around World War II, you know, plastics started, plastics. like, you know, blowing up. People were like, plastics. plastics. Get into plastics. Plastics. Well, in the 90s. Lasers. Lasers. Get into lasers. And Get as we lasers. know, it really was. It turned out to be a big business. Hey. Laser pointers. In the 90s, yeah. (laughs) Probably make, like, you know, it's probably a several thousand dollar a year (laughs) industry. Yeah. People started getting sued. For all we know, like, lasers probably are, like, you know, generate billions of dollars a year. I guess. In some category, some market. Some physics. Because, I mean, they have other applications. You mean besides weaponry? Yeah, well, let me tell you something. We just watched this on a digital video disc. How do you think that got read? Lasers. 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 Thank you, lasers. Thanks, lasers. This podcast brought to you by, by lasers. Lasers. <laughs> lasers like you. And lasers like you. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so they want lasers. What they want them for, we don't know. He needs we, a new cash we, machine. We do know that uh, they have weaponized the laser. Yeah, for some reason, uh, Bruce Gamble actually has the prototype in the jungle with yeah. him. Well, he's got to test it. You need to test it. You don't want to get the wrong diamond. And they tested it with like diamond water that they found in the stream. And they're like, yeah, this is yeah, just a little pure bit. Pure, flawless diamond water. Yeah. And then they find you know, the mines. Um, I think that this movie was a lot better because we were framing it like a D&D campaign the whole time. We were. <laughs> we were like, that's a great adventure hook. Yeah. Like when they're in the back of the truck after they get to the airport. And they're all like, none of us, Ernie Hudson, great. He's like, none of us know each other. Mm-hmm. And we're going into a dangerous situation. This guy wants riches. This person's looking <laughs> for their lost lover. You're trying to return your ape friend to the jungle. And right. then there's that other guy who's like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't even want to be here. And yeah, it's a great setup because Laura Linney is like super secretive. Yeah. Like, she's like fronting all this money. And the scientist guy like doesn't, you know, he doesn't know. Yeah, pretty much everyone's holding their cards really close to their chest, except Except for the the scientist guy, yeah, he just wants to return Amy yeah. to the wild. Uh, Amy, who is portrayed by uh, uh, Misty Rosas. Oh, I thought it was going to be what's his name. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, Smeagol. Gollum. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and this is also not her only gorilla role. I, I looked up. She's a she does a lot of sort of 
um, movement-based acting. Cool. She's done some Muppet stuff, I think. Oh, so Muppet stuff. Cool. I'm into Muppet stuff. She was in Catching Fire. Were there gorillas in Catching Fire, the Hunger Games movie? Uh, there were uh, weird, like, uh, mutated animals oh, okay. in the Hunger Games movies. Yeah, so maybe... She, uh, yeah, right. You so haven't seen probably... any of the Hunger Games movies? I have. I just... They, they, I don't Forgetful. Yeah. Yeah. No. Or, uh, unremarkable is what <laughs> I would yeah. say. Yeah. Sort of right. I Left agree. my head. Yeah. Hey, um, but post-apocalyptic stuff, man. It's, it's huge. Really big right now. Uh, Tim Curry is yeah. So he's he's searching for the lost. His Zinge. character really annoyed me because yeah. I just wanted regular Tim Curry. It was a very exaggerated Romanian accent. What was his name? Like Hercumai uh, Morsa. I like honestly, I, <laughs> I could not remember. Uh, or pronounce it, and everyone hated him because yeah. he'd been there before. Oh, like the uh, so the mercenary Ernie Hudson knew him, and there was like a high-ranking uh, African general who he. So he was the sesame cake guy, and he hates he hates him too. Yeah. So all that part actually wasn't as bad and boring as I thought it would be. I a hundred percent agree. I I forgot how long all that section was. Um, that you know, they get to this airport and there's like a coup happening when yeah. they get there. And the dude from the Matrix, who is the turncoat guy, yeah, is the there... guy who I would totally be in the Matrix. By the way, oh, the turncoat. I'm yeah. totally the guy that's like, put me back, put in. me back. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, maybe. No, it's totally me. Anyway, I, it that might guy, be. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. That's no, a, I totally get you know it. What? There's yeah. a, that's a discussion for when we do the Matrix. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm, I'm like 90 percent on board with what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> 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 he yeah, so he's their like transportation guy, and he's hilarious and great in it. He's a great NPC. He's yeah, and he, he, and also whenever he's there and on screen, he's one hundred percent exposition, and mm-hmm. it's short to the point, and he's very important. Yeah. Like he basically he stamps their visas. Like, yeah, he like illegally. He's like that's easy. Easy to customs their right? passports. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's great. Yeah, he's just he shows up, he meets him at the airport, and he's like, "Wow, you really picked a terrible time to be here. Worst time. Uh, I just hang out here at the airport, and I do this as part of my job, and your boss paid me a lot of money to be here. I set you up with a way better guide. His name is Ernie Hudson. What was his real name again? Kelly, uh, Kelly something. Yeah, I forget. He was cool. Um, oh, Monroe. Kelly Monroe. Yeah. Or was it Monroe Kelly? I don't know, but I just know everyone called him Monroe, because everyone yeah. knew this guy. Oh, he was so cool. Um, But yeah, that, so there's all this turmoil happening, and then, you know, they end up having to bribe... Uh, these you know uh the army guys yeah the like warlord dudes and uh and all yeah all that they actually made it somewhat compelling and interesting yeah. uh t- and sort of like uh created a backdrop for like oh here's this situation that we're going into and we're not even to the the killer apes yet right it's just like wow you're gonna have a hard time getting there it's dangerous and we're gonna need all of your skills the amy thing becomes kind of like their cover yeah, uh, is what the general guy says because like, all right, no Africans want to, you know, be in a movie where Africans are being bad to uh, gorillas. He says so. He's, yeah. you know, Amy's going to be your ticket in, basically. Yeah. Although it doesn't end up being the case because they take a plane, and then there's a really badass scene with heat-seeking missiles. Yeah, where, this is where Laura Linney's like, oh, oh shit. In addition to being um, a like a computer techie, nerd yeah. person, I'm like a also doctor. a badass. Yeah, because she's a computer science doctor, basically. Yeah. But turns out she was also in the CIA. Sure, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. She quit because they were bastards. <laughs> so heat-seeking missiles coming towards their plane, <laughs> and she kicks open the plane door, <laughs> fires a flare at it, and the fla- and the missile's like, ooh, heat! Yeah. Boom! And so it cool. I don't know if a flare could really take out a missile like that, but... I don't know. I, I don't know. But then Ernie you know. Hudson's like, oh, yeah. That was badass. I'm yeah. doing this too. And there's yeah. a great scene where they're both this. like following the missiles together. Yeah, that was good. And they and the, shoot them. Yeah, it yeah. was cool. And then but they run out of flares. And so they have to yeah. parachute out of there. And you just really feel bad for the, I don't know, t- t- the TA, the guy from Dante's Peak. Yeah, like that. Yeah, the cappuccino guy cappuccino from guy. Dante's Peak. Uh, yeah, he's I, Amy's I, friend too. I, yeah, I assume he's like the graduate assistant of, of uh, what's his name? Peter? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That guy sucks. Yeah. He, wow. How, what an unremarkable performance uh it wasn't like bad but it certainly wasn't like it was like it was like passable phoning in kind of stuff it was like it was just rough i don't know maybe he had nothing to work with well he showed like showed no connection to any other 
character. Just Amy. Especially his graduate assistant guy. Yeah. Uh, Cappuccino Man. Cappuccino Man, later in the movie. Fucking dies. He gets bludgeoned by the apes. And nobody fucking gives a fuck. And he has a really and terrifying scene where he's running, he's screaming. That was actually pretty good acting. Yeah, he's actually like, has, dies a horrible he's death. He's dying a horrible death. And he's like, run away. He's like, help me. And he just sort of passes out and dies from blood loss, I guess. And everyone's like, let's get out of here. Like, we need to leave now. Let's leave now and not talk about this we'll at all. never talk or about it. process him. it emotionally. No, because the next scene, they're in the camp... And he's kind of flirting horribly with Laura Lenny again. Yeah. And he's mostly just concerned about Amy. And he sh- they don't talk about him ever again. And he shows no remorse for someone that he probably spends most of his time with in life. Yeah. Awful. What a terrible person. Super sad. Who's yeah. going to remember to give Amy her vitamins? I know. And also, he didn't want to be there in the first place. I know. Well, uh, and that's the shittiest part because, <laughs> like, I get it. Like, people in movies like this have to die. But, like, why does it have to be a why does it always have to be the person that's like, "I don't even want to be here. I'm just a graduate student that right. wants to stay in America, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we never really figure out why he had to go, but i we guess he's just a Amy's person, yeah, uh, the other guy that works with Amy, yeah, and he had to go, and he didn't want to go. I don't know, I still don't really understand why he had to go. maybe Couldn't, he was getting credit, you know, maybe it was like he was gonna flunk. Maybe it's all, yeah, maybe, or maybe it was just part of his like graduate thesis. I don't mm. know. Maybe it's politics, you know, school politics, and you know, yeah, it's like, oh, if yeah, he doesn't go, you gotta go. You just gotta do it. It's part of the game. Yeah, you play the game. Do you want this credit or not? He's an academic, but he dies yeah. horribly. Yeah, bludgeoned to death uh, by scary apes. Nobody cares. No one gave a shit. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He was kind of. He was a little bit. I don't know. Not racist, but just like he kind of missed the point when he's talking to one of the guides. Oh yeah, he's like, I wouldn't say racist, ignorant. Definitely ignorant. Yeah, like I mean, ignorant, he's just like, I- like kind oh, of that's an unusual American. name for someone. And he's From like Mbasa. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, have you ever been to Umbasa? No. Like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Right, sticking his foot now? in his mouth. Um. Yeah, but both of those guys were awkward because Peter, the scientist guy, also his one like I'm trying to flirt with Laura Linney scene is like he just makes two weird monkey, monkey noises. That was unnecessary. That was a little weird. That was a bad scene. It was a and that, yeah, totally unnecessary. It's like it's like a scene that's not even a minute long. Yeah, totally can skip it. Yeah, uh, Tim Curry's character was kind of racist. Yeah, like and they, they there were a couple things there that I think came out of the fact that this was a book first. So I agree because Monroe Kelly. He has a line where he's like talking about how he's the great white hunter, but of course I'm black. Yeah. And it's like, that might not, I mean, I feel like that could be dialogue from the book, so you could sure. like be like, oh, okay, I get that. But Although, now that you're bringing this up, I will say, like, pretty much the whole movie gets by without anything terribly problematic. Not problematic, no. Right. So Tim Curry's character being, like, a sort of thinly veiled racist is part of his character. Yeah. But it's not like... That's a problematic thing about the movie. It's right. just he's, a, he's that's a, just his character. He's just a racist but character. yeah, he's an unlikable character. I was gonna say there aren't a lot of things in the movie in general, though. That I guess we're like would Ooh, fit into that, that segment. Work. Yeah, whoa, yeah. that's not, oh. that's true. We don't say that anymore, we Amy. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she does call Laura Lenny ugly. Oh, which is, yes, that's know, actually shaming. that was pretty funny. Yeah, that Amy's immediately she's very like jealous. jealous and just says, "Ugly woman, ugly woman." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got this weird like backpack and hand thing that reads her sign language, and uh, yeah, it's pretty funny. Eventually, they're like, "All right, let's take this off." I remember, so it didn't look like this in the movie, obviously, but uh, I just probably should have said this in the first half. In my head, it was like it looked like the Nintendo glove. Uh huh. Yeah, I know, uh, I know. the power glove. Kind of like no, no. It was a power glove. Did you have the power glove? No, no, yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, please. I was lucky to have a Nintendo. Period. I was too. <laughs> um, let's see here. So, the tech thing was a big part of this. Oh, it was everywhere. It was like, even look after they how got to the cool. jungle. When I can totally see how, like, when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh my god, I want a job where I can like play with cool gadgets and gizmos, yeah, features, yeah, they have cool features." And like the turrets thing was there, but there was also like a laser perimeter. The laser perimeter was pretty badass. So it was definitely just lights with like smoke blowing on them, so you could see. But yeah. like, they're silly effects. Which, that you know, look like what lasers. is laser but light? 
Like, yeah, okay. I don't know enough about lasers. I think it's just super concentrated light. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Get at me, scientists. <laughs> we could we could research it. Now but... available, ov at gmail.com. Are there different kinds of lasers? Like, I feel like in different sci-fi things, there's different kinds of lasers. Yeah, probably. But, like, plasma, that's not a laser. You ever seen the movie Real Genius? Yeah, a long time ago. Love that movie. Also about lasers. a big, giant laser. The whole thing is about them trying to make a laser. So I have a question about the laser in this one. You know how, like, at the end, she blows up the satellite, which yes. is really cool? Because she's like, if you ever, for one second, make me believe that this is about some diamond and not about your son, my ex-fiance, I will make you sorry. Yes. And he's like, as soon as she gets on the comm with them at the end, he's like, hey, we thought you were dead. I sent another team. I don't care how they are. Like... And then he starts yelling, like, what about a diamond? Well, yeah, well, the first, well, she she immediately is like, I have bad news. Charlie. Char- Charles is Char- dead. Charles. And with, he doesn't bat an eyelash. He's just like, where is the diamond? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Uh, fuck you, dude. <laughs> That's your son, you psycho. <laughs> so she's like, um, so I told you I'd make you sorry. So I'm just going to log in. And she... Types in the coordinates to the satellite. There's a $100 million satellite. Okay, bye. I have a question then about that Shoot. laser technology. <laughs> Every time she shot that laser, did it go into space? Did it travel until it got to space? Unless it hit something? Well, okay, so that's... I feel like, <laughs> it, I feel like they all hit something... So, like, I mean, statistically, but, like, if you angle it slightly up and it misses a tree yeah, or something, sure, sure. is it going to go to space? Is that I, ha- I suppose. Like, I when does a laser... Stop. Does, does the matter... If it's light. Does the matter that a laser is made out of, does it dissipate after some period of time, or... I mean, it it clearly has enough strength to get to a satellite or in low orbit. Yeah. So... Some laser pointer. Huh. Pretty good. <laughs> So, uh, you know, like, she question. shot that laser a bunch of times. She, like, she may have started an intergalactic war. That laser is going to stop uh, until it hits something or someone. Oh, and then fucking Independence Day happens. You know? That's what starts it. We shot first. We so, didn't even know it. We didn't know it. Laura Linney shot first. What year was this? 95? 95, I think, yeah. So, uh, the apes apparently were very hard to kill with normal guns, which I thought was bullshit. Because I'm thinking people are killing gorillas all the time and it's terrible can i ask endangered you, can i ask you a question yeah, yeah. How many, shoot <laughs> <laughs> how many gorillas have you killed with guns none what, so what are you I'm, talking about i'm just saying like humans oh so you've killed a lot of humans with guns what <laughs> i'm saying humans kill gorillas with guns oh, look i just try to speak from my own experience you okay. have never killed a gorilla with guns uh no. You have to think about that for a sec. No, I haven't. Uh-huh. Never even shot a gun. Never even shot at a gorilla. Yeah. Yeah. Or at a paper target. So, um, Tom, I, I, there is this thing where if you shoot gorillas with guns, they die. Okay. You can you can do your own research All on right. that. You don't... I'll take... Hey, I'll let's, take your word for it. Th- okay, let's just go with the premise, okay? you don't. We'll see if the premise is uh, sound or not, but... What about The special... premise is if you <laughs> shoot a gorilla, it will die. What about special killing machine gorillas, which these were? Also, that was another problem with evolution. They're like they were bred to kill. It's uh, you know, Herkma is like they were bred in. Uh, I don't think that they were that different from regular gorillas, though. But they're like talking about how like they isolated basically like a violent gene. Essentially, they're like yeah. they bred them for certain characteristics. Maybe it won't. It's not the millions of years it takes for like actual species wide evolution, but. Even like with dogs and stuff, well, do you it know, takes quite some time. Well, do you know the the famous uh, the the fox experiment? The famous fox experiment. Yeah, I forget. Tell me it's more. Like a, I think it was like a Russian guy. That he right. he tried to see how how many generations of wild fox would it take to get them to be like domesticated dogs. Okay. And it took like four generations. Okay. Um. Uh. There's like. God, I wish I could remember. Again, someone listening out there might know what I'm talking about, and you should email us at nowavailableov at gmail.com. Well, domestication is interesting because you also have animals like cats that are like really not that different from wild 
cats. They're just like, oh, we can get food here? Okay. okay. Fuck it. Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> they, they don't have to change as drastically as dogs. Yeah. Because like, they will just fit in. Yeah. No, they, they've got it. One, they, I do believe that they uh, think that we can, we still worship them. <laughs> like, they have to, right? I don't know. I've. I've seen YouTube, and we definitely still do. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but it's it's like the the greatest trick ever played is that they've they've tricked us into thinking that we are their masters, right? And I mean, meanwhile, I'm not just trying to be like you know stereotypical cat person, right? You know, like I think it's true. You have cats, they, yeah, and yeah. they fucking they own the house. You feed them. Max is in charge. You clean up their shit. The hierarchy in my house goes Max. <laughs> Tom, Henry, <laughs> not Molly or Gloria, the other cat. Oh, well, they're females. Oh, okay. Just kidding. Okay, okay. all right. No, no, I'm not Enough. one of those guys. But no, definitely Max above all. And then, where's Gloria? Fit well, in? Gloria's like Switzerland in her house. <laughs> she hides in. I have got an electric organ, which you've you've yeah. played, and she. It's featured in our theme song. It is. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the electric organ. Um, she goes inside of it. She goes like where the volume pedal is, mm-hmm. and that's like her. That's where she lives. Essentially, that's like her house. And then the outside of the organ is like. I wonder how it's decorated in there. No, I have had She's got that poster. I've had along. that thought before. Like I've t- Molly, uh, the artist. I've told her like you need to draw that. <laughs> her little. It's got a little, pad. Her little apartment. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Congo. Yeah, we totally still worship cats. Yeah. Um, there are lions in this movie. There are lions for a there hot are second. Giraffes. There are hippos at night, and it's not as intensive. It, w- it a, wasn't as big a deal as I wanted it. It was to like be. a really quick hippo scene. And you're like, oh shit, hippos! And then they like, I don't know, they shoot a couple kind of, and it was good that it was they, at night. Though. They shoot a couple kind of, they shoot like really half heartedly, just kind of like, like oh, bang bang. And then like maybe one guy dies. Yeah, but we kind of were like, oh, this isn't as high stakes. Let's uh, have a chat. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, we chatted we during it. We talked over it. Well, but I think we, I st- like one of us started saying something to the other, and then the hippo scene was over, and it was like, what? Oh, I okay. Thought, I thought that that was longer. <sighs> Maybe there's another movie with a different hippo scene. There's gotta be. I think I'm thinking of a different one. Ah, uh, what is it? Hungry, hungry hippos. We're oh. conflating all the hours we played Hungry, hungry hippos. I definitely had that game with this movie. Those that's, were vicious. That's it. Vicious. <coughs> Uh, another thing that came up towards the end, we were talking about the the beauty of of humans connecting with wild animals and yeah. like setting them free. And then the the Christian the lion video came up, yeah. which hey, if, if you've been hiding under a rock <laughs> for the last I don't know since the internet's been a thing, uh, if you haven't seen Christian the lion video on YouTube, just YouTube Christian the lion. It's really sweet. Make sure you got a box of Kleenex nearby. Oh man. But yeah, that kind of bond. Yeah, with a wild animal that it, could definitely eat you. Yeah, but then like, and then to come back and visit it and it remember you. Oh man, it's excited to see you. Yeah, so cool. So even though Amy was just a person in a suit, uh, I still was like, man, that's got to be tough to yeah. say goodbye to this wild animal you've created such a hard like close bond with. Too bad he didn't really act it well. Yeah, <laughs> too bad he didn't seem to have any emotional connection to anyone or anything yeah. through the whole movie. It was rough. I don't know what like I guess that guy was in Nip Tuck. I don't know what else he's done, but I, I hope know. I hope he's gotten better. <laughs> hey, hope he got better. Hey, hey guy. Hey man. Hey Peter, the scientist. I would like there to be a Congo too. Okay, but I mean, all the all those uh, gray gorillas probably died in the volcano slash laser fight. <clears throat> no, there's no at the very end. There, like, uh, if you look, there is an egg, and it <laughs> a and single it, and, and it, hatching, and it, and it shakes, it's cracks, <laughs> and because uh, those apes, yeah, come from eggs. eggs. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, mammals kind of do. It's just yeah, that it just happens inside. Inside, yeah. Uh, I would watch Congo too if they recast him. And Laura Linney needs to be the CEO of this company. Or and it different... takes place in New York City. Oh, no, not shit. New York. New York gets too much. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh, Hotlanta. Yeah, Hotlanta. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Or maybe Nolens. And uh, and there's like a lost city. So like southern, like what? So who would the who the lost city well, belong to? 
Could be, could be. I guess if it's so, it could be uh, well, Mayan I don't think or this Aztec. Time, I don't think this time it needs to be a lost city, though. But it's such a cool backdrop, though. That's another is. thing that's it just is. great for D and D. Do you think we have any lost cities here in North America? In North America? Well, I mean, in yeah, sure. I'll yeah, I'll throw Canada in. Maybe some Mexico. I was thinking more Mexico, yeah. but uh... no, the lost cities of Canada. <laughs> we know. We've. I feel like we found There's all the lost cities in there. Central America. Right. Yeah. No, we have not found all the lost yeah, cities I think in Central we have. America. They're always finding new ones with satellites because of communications and lasers. What do you think? Okay. Uh, well, but see, I feel like you always go to like Aztecs yeah, or Aztecs, Mayans. Mayans, sure. Inca. Uh, Inca. Those are the ones. But like, what would a lost city in Canada be like? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it would be Inuit. But, sure. Or... or but like, what do those ruins look like? Because like, like the Iroquois. ruins that we always see are like like well, everything we just said. They're yeah, no, because like... there's not. <laughs> it's different building materials. I understand. <laughs> well, so what's it look like? Okay, so like lost ice caves in a glacier. Yeah, but that'd be cool. Uh, yeah, but I feel like those have melted already. Okay, a lot of them have. Can you think about how many have really Arctic cool lost cities have just melted away? Oh, almost all of them. That's a bummer. Yeah. Almost all the Arctic lost ice cities of the glaciers have melted away. It sucks. Global global warming, climate change. I'm feeling it now. Well, getting political. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Whatever. Well, um, uh, what else about Congo did you like? Uh, nothing. Nothing else. <laughs> the, 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 the evil apes were real bad. They weren't good. They None were. of the apes were really. It was. It was all oh. people in suits. I mean, their faces moved. It wasn't terrible. Also, the the weird thing when they first have their like close encounter with the ape when a uh, graduate assistant comes tumbling down the stairs and he dies. Oh, that whole uh, scene. Oh, it's so weird. The like the literal like frame rate of the of the movie like dropped to like two frames per second because they want to make it look fast oh man it's so fast oh my god never seen Uh, a thing move like like that like a slow strobe light and it was like really weird and ineffective yeah well ineffective yeah it was supposed to it was definitely supposed to be like wow i can't believe they move supernaturally fast i think like i said if that was the intended effect it did not work no, it just looked me. like shit. Yeah, it lo- I felt like I was playing a really bad video game. Yeah, in the 90s. and There had to have been a Congo video game, right? I don't know. Um, Maybe. We're looking up Congo video game right now. <laughs> okay. I played the Jurassic Park Can't, video game, did you? Can't my Sega? phone said. Heck yeah, the one where you could play as a you raptor. You could be the raptor. Yeah, that was sick. I sucked at that I game. also had a Game Boy Jurassic Park. Cool. Uh, uh, game Jurassic Park episode fifty. Man, what a great episode that was! Oh man, yeah. it was because it's coming out after episode. It's 50. gonna be so cool. We're recording episode fifty tomorrow, the day after we record this. Don't tell them the behind <laughs> the scenes yeah. magic. Oh, you had no idea. Whoa, yeah, that's right. It's August right now, but it's still July here. Wow. Yeah, we're talking to you from the f- past. past. It's the past. <laughs> This is when you time travel. You always want to be the person from the future. Yeah, no, we are not. We have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, fuck. God, we might not even have a podcast in August. Yeah, it could be apocalypse, and then no one's going to hear this Honestly, we're in a basement. It could be happening right now. You want me to check? No. There's probably... (laughs) (laughs) Trevor just walked out of the room. I want to check. Uh, all right. Movie magic. So I think we've exhausted everything there is to say about Congo. I honestly don't think there's anything else to talk about. Hey, yeah. if you liked Congo, it's worth revisiting. Yeah. Check it out. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, uh, again, you can always reach us at nowavailableov at gmail.com. You can tweet at us or get at our Instagram at, at nowavailableovc. You can also uh, support us if you wish at www patreon.com slash the annual and uh yeah that's gonna close the book today on congo trevor Mm. parting words and wisdom for our listeners i know i usually do a sort of like hey if you're in the situation kind of one and it's what i'm gonna do again just right now uh if you're in a situation where you were in a lost city 
You are in a place that uh, with the ground is covered in diamonds, and you are fleeing from it. You could just take one and put it in your pocket, and you don't need to load up and appear greedy in the eyes of the film, and so you have to die. Just take one or like a small bag and do sort of like an end of the mummy thing where you have like, oh, they got a little bag at the end, and it's filled with treasure. But instead, they threw their one diamond that they had off the uh, hot air balloon. For, for what reason, Tom? For cinematic effect? No one cares. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah, that was a real bummer. Just have a retirement. If anything, Ernie Hudson should have been like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Instead, he's like, oof, that hurt. So don't, <laughs> don't make Ernie Hudson say that. Don't hurt Ernie Hudson. <laughs> don't do that. Don't hurt him. Thanks. That's all. <laughs> all right, folks. Thanks for listening, and remember to always check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Now Right now.